from the studio of Adventist World Radio Pune A very warm welcome to you This is our international English service In our program today we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually You are listening to Adventist World Radio The Voice of Hope traffic in the streets all the builders tools are sad no more time to harvest wheat busy housewives is their labors in the courtroom work on earth is all suspended as the king comes through the gate oh the king is coming the king is coming i just heard the trumpet sounding and now his face i see down the tracks In the newsroom no one watches as machines type pointless facts All the planes veer off their courses No one sits at the controls For the king of all the ages comes to claim eternal souls Happy faces line the hallways Those whose lives have been redeemed Broken homes that he has mended Those from prison he has freed Little children and the aged Hand in hand stand all aglow Who were crippled, broken, ruined Now they're clad in garments white as snow I can hear the chariots rumble I can see the marching throng The flurry of the trumpets Smell the end of sin and wrong Regal robes are now unfolding Heaven's grand stands all in place Heaven's choir is now assembled Start to sing amazing grace Oh, the King is coming The King is coming I just heard the trumpet sounding And 
programs you are welcome to write to us on this postal address adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune 411037 maharashtra india you can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www. awr.org Before we hear God's word here's a melodious song Happiness is to know the savior living a life within his favor having a change in my behavior happiness is the lord happiness is a new creation Jesus relation having a part in his salvation happiness is the lord real joy is mine no matter if the teardrops fall i found the secret it's jesus in my heart happiness is to be forgiven living a life that's worth the living taking a trip the least to heaven Studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Have you ever known someone who just seemed to be unable to get along with other people? Has it frustrated you? Have others told you up front that you were that kind of person too? Ooh, that hurts. And it is a blow to our egos. A question to really think about. and time for self evaluation let's be guided by the word of god as we study today greetings to each one of you i am helen jacob the english radio speaker and producer from adventist media center pune let's bow our heads for prayer dear lord as the words of psalm 51:10 says create in me a clean heart o god and renew a right spirit within me In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Let us look at some of the reasons why some people don't get along with others. The Carnegie Institute of Technology has reported that 90% of all people who fail in their life's vocation fail because they cannot get along with people. 
I will mention a few points here. Point 1. Sin. The single greatest destroyer of relationship of any kind, peace, unity and harmony is sin. At the core of sin is selfishness. And when we are always looking after ourselves at the expense of others, we fail in our relationships. Point 2. Temperament weaknesses. Temperament is that God created inborn part of us that determines how we respond to people, places and things. When we allow ourselves to function from our temperament weaknesses rather than from our temperament strengths, we can quickly become the kind of person who doesn't get along with other people. For example, the strength of the choleric temperament is strong leadership ability. The weakness is an inclination of being controlling, domineering and manipulative. No one likes that kind of person. Point 3. Faulty thinking. Irrational self-talk negatively distorts our understanding of others and issues and hampers our interactions with others. Patterns of cognitive distortion can become habitual and lead us to think, access and respond in ways detrimental to any kind of relationship. For example, the cognitive distortion of magnification and minimization can become a habit of always magnifying errors and minimizing successes, either yours or those of others. This can make you kind of a person who doesn't get along with others. Point 4. Lack of discipline. Usually, the person who doesn't get along with others can do better at relationships than they do. They just don't try because they are either unwilling or too lazy to exercise the appropriate level of self-discipline required for relational successes. Point 5. Inflexible. Insisting not only that things go how they want it to go, but that others be like who they want them to be in an inflexible attitude that will quickly result in not getting along with others. Point 6. Unwilling to accept differences. Some people are sinful enough to be unwilling to positively engage with people who are different from them. There's no chance in getting along with others with this attitude because no change is allowed allowed for. Point 7. Don't care. Occasionally, you'll meet someone who doesn't get along with others because they only care about themselves. They do not care about others. Looking back on this list are some problems that become serious and difficult to handle because we have practiced it for long, far too long. All these reasons for not getting along with people are self-inflicted sources for relational failure. That means they can all be corrected if only a person is willing to change. So how do we deal with it? Let us turn to the book of James in the New Testament, chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. Verse 1. What causes fights and quarrel among you? Don't they come from your desire that battles within you? Verse 2. You desire but you do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. Verse 3. When you ask, you do not receive 
because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. The above verses show us the true condition of our inner self, the condition of the heart. Let me share this Native American parable. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside you, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is angry, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, sincerity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. Whether or not it's your first time hearing the story, it serves as an important reminder of the power we have over our experiences and emotions. It's easy to feel like a victim in challenging situations and circumstances in our lives. We want to understand our negative thoughts, feelings and experiences. So we place blame on other people, objects or events. We look outward to try to make sense of what's going on inside of us. We do all this all the time. Why? It's our way of coping and feeling more in control of uncontrollable situations. The problem with this approach, however, is that it takes away our personal responsibility and freedom of choice. In our attempt to feel more in control by faulting others for our experience, we actually strip ourselves of our own power. That power is lost the moment we become dependent on other people or things to make us feel a certain way. Whether that feeling is positive or negative, we are no longer taking sole responsibility for our own emotions or experiences when we believe that they are a result of anything other than our own choice. By experiencing your freedom of choice, you can make a life-changing decision of which wolf you want to feed. Do you feed the wolf who is hungry for anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority and ego? This evil wolf is also your inner critic. The one who tells you that you are a failure, the one who says that no one will love you or understand you for who you are. This wolf is a representation of your depression, your anxiety, and your self and your low self-esteem. Do you want to feed this wolf? Are you feeding him already? By cutting off his food supply, you'll be making a choice to use your energy and resources on thoughts, feelings, and emotions that serve you in healthy ways. While you can recognize the negative emotions occurring within you, you don't have to attend to them or continue to give them attention. You shifting your focus is a sign to that wolf that you are not interested in giving him food. And while it may take some time for that wolf to lose his strength and power, 
Eventually, he will surrender, as will your unhelpful thoughts and emotions. Once you stop fixating on them, they will, they will eventually drift away. So what about the other wolf? Well, it certainly isn't going to feed itself. Just as you would with a bad wolf, it is imperative that you exercise your freedom of choice and decide to nourish the wolf of joy, peace, love, hope, sincerity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. We often look to external objects for our fulfillment and happiness. We develop expectations that these things, a new job, a relationship, a lavish vacation, a brand new pair of sh shoes, a glass of wine, etc. will finally make us feel the way we want to feel. And while this may bring monetary gratification, it isn't realistic, it isn't realistic to maintain this long term. Happiness isn't a conditional state, it's a state of being. True lasting happiness comes from making an active choice to be happy rather than developing an external things to make you happy. The more that you seek out happiness and look for it as if it is a treasure, we will find the less we are feeding the wolf that is inside of you. You already have everything you need to be happy because you are whole as you are right now. The feeling and experiences of happiness comes from feeding the wolf from within. As he becomes bigger and stronger, he will be better equipped to handle life's challenges. If you choose to feed only him, he will always win. In James chapter 1 verses 19 to 21, we have this instruction. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. This passage is a re-emphasis and transition as James offers the essential theme in his letter. That the choice a believer makes has monumental consequences. We can either choose a true perception and gain incredible reward of life, including the crown of life, or we can choose sin and reap the unpleasant reward of death. Many people have problems getting along with others because there is no inner peace. Having a good life as a Christian can sometimes look a little different than it would if you were a non-believer. So the solution in getting along with others can be achieved through the relationship with the source of life, who is Jesus Christ our Lord. Here are a few verses to think about which are taken from the everyday English Bible. Point number one, holiness equals peace. Try to live in peace with everyone and try to keep your lives free from sin Anyone whose life is not holy will never see the Lord. Hebrews 12:14. A lifestyle of holiness is a lifestyle of peace. Point 2. Watch your tongue. 
Tell them not to speak evil of anyone, but to live in peace with everyone. They should be gentle and polite to everyone. Titus 3, 2 We can live in peace with others by avoiding quarrels caused through slander. Point 3. Think peace. Let the peace that Jesus gives control your thinking. It is for peace that you were chosen to be together in one body. And always be thankful. Colossians 3.15 A healthy body begins with a mindset of peace. If we are going to live in peace, the peace of Christ must control our thinking. We need to renew our minds daily with his peace. Endeavor to let the peace of Jesus rule your mind so that it may rule your body. Point 4. Obey the Holy Spirit. For the fruit of the Spirit produces in a life's person is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Galatians 5.22 Without the help of the Holy Spirit, we cannot produce the real fruit of peace. We must obey His guidance when it comes to handling conflicts with others. Point 5. Stay fearless. I leave you peace. It is my own peace I give you. I give you peace in a different way than the world does. So don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. John 14.27 A person who experiences this peace from the Lord has nothing to fear. When we live in peace with others, our conscience are guilt-free and we have nothing to fear in the world. When we bring Jesus into our atmosphere, he eliminates our fears and troubles. This allows us to share the peace that has been given to us to others. So, in conclusion, we as sinners are not able to do anything good of ourselves. We may often fail in getting along with others as God wants us to, but it is possible when we fully submit ourselves to the working of the Holy Spirit. Isn't it great news? We can experience Jesus in our lives in a world of confusion, strife, and uncertainty. Let us close with a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for showing us a better way to live. In your name I pray. Amen. God bless you and grant you peace. Have a beautiful day.
To know more on God's word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv@gmail.com. helenrichesv at gmail dot com h e l e n r i c h e s v at gmail dot com you can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for bible study at these numbers center of digital evangelism c d e Zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four, or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero. Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight. Nine zero nine three, and you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail dot com. H e l e n r i 
C H E S V at gmail dot com. We invite you to visit us on our website, www dot awr dot org. This is David, and I am Madhuri. Signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless.